Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. Since this is episode 1313, I thought I would do a podcast on bad luck out on your pool service route, the bad things that can happen out there, and I think you'll enjoy this podcast and hopefully find it humorous at the same time. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. So I'll start with the one of the biggest annoyances and something that all pool pros worry about, and that's a vehicle failure. So let's say you're at a stop, and this has happened to me numerous times. You're, you know, just jamming through your day. Everything's going great. And you get to a stop, and you turn the ignition, and you hear a click, 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 or a You know, there's two different things that could happen at that point. One could be the battery. You know, you can see all the, everything kind of light up and then go dead again. More than likely, that's the battery. But the click, click is your car's or truck starter, I should say. And this is something that goes out because you're turning your, your vehicle on and off like 20 times per day or even more. And of course, the starter is going to wear out. There's a little trick you can do if you have a customer there or if you can get someone to help you. What you can do is crawl underneath your truck. Use a You can use a pair of channel locks or a, a wrench of some type. Or if you have a hammer, you can actually tap the starter when the person turns the ignition. And that gets the car going, actually. So you could try this trick, and this worked for me before. I was in a spot where I didn't want to stop at that point, and so I had the customer help me. I, I got him outside. I had him turn the ignition, and I tapped the starter, and it started up right away, and I was able to drive to my next stop and leave the truck running while I finished my route. and turned my truck off the rest of the day. I had like three pools left, and then I drove to my mechanic, and he replaced the starter. The battery is another whole issue, and I have a portable battery charger. I, I, I recommend getting one of these. You can get them on Amazon, and they basically have the negative and positive clamps, and then it's just a jump starter. Sometimes you can get the battery going this way. Sometimes you can't, and then that's why, of course, you should have AAA in your back pocket so that you can call them, and AAA is great because they can put a battery in. They warranty it, and every time your battery goes out, you just call AAA again, and they do the same thing, swapping out the battery replacing it if it's under warranty, you know, at a prorated charge or just giving you a new battery. And it takes about 45 minutes in my area to get them out there and change the battery and get you going again. So it's not disastrous. Flat tire, the same thing. I don't really change my own flats, mainly because the jack that comes in my truck or any truck for that matter, even my Nissan Frontier had this problem. It's not really made for a big vehicle. And if you're jacking it up and, you know, you don't have it balanced right or there's maybe a little bit of an angle on the street or whatever, if the wind blows, the jack can actually fall and it could be very dangerous. So I always call AAA because they have the regular three-ton jack on their truck and they'll be able to do the tire change, you know, put the spare on and, and put the other one in the back of your truck. 
pretty rapidly. So always have AAA. I think it's definitely worth it. You get three service calls per year on your vehicle. You can call them three times. And believe me, my Nissan Frontier had 200,000 miles on it plus. And so I was calling them quite often. In fact, I reached my limit, I think, one year. And I had to have my wife call with her card to get me, you know, another tow. So yeah, vehicle problems is really bad luck, especially when the truck won't start if you're at the beginning of your route. I've had this happen in my driveway. I'm getting ready for work and I turn the ignition, nothing happens. It's a really bad feeling. And it's definitely something that, you know, is appropriate for the episode 1313. Another thing is when you have a wind event that's not even predicted or expected, nowhere on the weather app does it say it's going to be windy that day. This has happened to me a couple times over the past 20, 25 years. And I'd always check the weather, the week, the weekly forecast. And so I was out one time. This was in an area where, you know, they're prone for windstorms. And there was nothing in the forecast, calm winds. I get there, and the wind's blowing pretty briskly, like 15 or 20 miles an hour. Then it starts gusting at like 30 or 40, and I'm out there getting wind whipped. Because I don't really think you it's logical to be out there when the wind's going in like 50 mile an hour gusts. It's just a waste of time. And it's quite dangerous with the tree branches and dust blowing in your eyes and all the stuff that can happen. And you can't really do anything to the pool. So this freak windstorm was unexpected. I was out on my route. I think it was on my third stop. And I was just getting wind blowing everywhere. It was pretty chilly out. And so I chalk it up to be a really bad luck day, bad luck situation where this freak windstorm came in. No one was expecting it. No one was ready for it. And my pools got pretty toasted. Usually you're ready for a windstorm, you know ahead of time, and you're prepared, and this was one of the times I was unprepared for it, and it's definitely something that can happen. I guess in Florida, the same thing can happen to you when they're predicting a hurricane, and it looks like it's going to miss you by 100 miles, and then all of a sudden you wake up the next morning, and you're like on the direct course of this hurricane. This has happened to many of the pool guys in my group, and so this is also pretty bad luck, where the hurricane looks like you're going to get a miss, and you're, you go to bed feeling good. And then you wake up the next morning and realize it's going to be a direct hit. So that could also be one of those weather-related bad luck things. The one that really bothers me is when they predict 90% rain and you're like getting ready for like a rainy, big rainy day and maybe even taking a day off because I don't really go out when it's raining half an inch to one inch of rain. To me, that kind of rain is just, first of all, it's dangerous to be driving in that rain in California. Because people don't slow down, they don't change their driving habits in the rain here because we're just Californians. And so it's very dangerous. In fact, my repair guy got hit in a rainy day when he was out there working and he vows never to go out again when it's raining because he got pretty badly injured, his truck got badly damaged, and there was no sense of him being out there in the rain. So now whenever it's raining, he just takes a day off because it's really not risking your life to go out there on a rainy day. And so the weatherman says it's 100% chance of rain or 95%, you know, one or two inches of rain. And you wake up, going to take the day off, and you open up your blinds of your bedroom, and it's like the sun's out, and there's like not a cloud in the sky, or maybe there's some clouds, but they're not dark enough for rain. And you're like, man, I was ready to be off today. Now I got to suit up and go into work. And that's definitely bad luck for sure. The other time on the flip side is when they say there's going to be like a 10% chance of rain. And so you're like, well, I'm going to go out. It's not a big deal. You know, they're predicting a quarter of an inch of rain. There's only 20% chance. And you go out there and it's like pouring. It's You're drenched. It's like one inch of rain. And really, it's one of those things. We live on the coast in California. And I've heard this explanation before by an actual meteorologist. He's, he said, basically, you know, you live by a body of water. 
and it's really hard to predict the weather events because as it comes over the ocean, it can change rapidly. And that's why, you know, sometimes we'll say 90% chance of rain and there's not a drop. Or we'll say 20% and then you get a flood. And that's because of the atmospheric conditions over the ocean. I don't know if that's true or if that's just a way of, you know, I always think the weatherman should be paid on commission. If he's correct, he gets paid that day. If he's wrong, he gets no pay. But the weather can be something that is can cause a lot of bad luck for you at, on your pool route. I guess there's some things that just can't be fixed. You know, if you're in my area of California or Arizona and Nevada, when you wake up in the morning and you get started at 6.30 a.m., if the temperature in your truck says that it's 93 degrees outside, you're in for a really bad day. You know, at 6.30 in the morning, 93, 94 degrees. I think in Arizona, sometimes it's like 100 degrees at 6.30 in the morning. It's not going to be a fun day. When the sun comes up, figure you're going to be at 120. So the weather definitely is not a pool person's friend. But of course, we're working outside, so we can't really do much about that. Another thing that happens to me that I find to be really annoying, and I chalk it up as bad luck, maybe a little bit of not having foresight, is when I leave equipment at another stop, or I forget something to tie something down and it falls out of my truck. This happened to me with my primate pole. For some reason, I didn't secure it properly. And to make matters worse, this was when I was leaving to go to work. And so I drove to my first stop. I got there and I realized that my pole must have fallen out of my truck. So I kind of retraced my route. Kind of like when you're looking for a lost dog and I'm looking everywhere. I'm looking on the streets. And I'm like, I drive almost all the way back home and I, I just can't find the pole. So I realized that someone probably picked it up. I mean, of course, they're going to get it out of the street. And maybe they realized, hey, this is a carbon fiber pole and they kept it. I mean, I didn't have my name on it or anything. I didn't have an air tag, so it was gone, and my whole day was ruined. I mean, I lost my primate pole, and it was like, ah, it was my fault, too, because I didn't secure it, and that's like one of those things where this happens a lot. One time, I had my vacuum hose on my service cart, and I usually secure it with a bungee cord. I don't know. Maybe I just wasn't paying attention. I didn't put the bungee cord on there, but for some reason, somewhere it fell off my truck, somewhere on the back streets. By the time I got home, I had my service cart in the back of my truck but no pool hose so my 50 foot you know smoothbore hose is gone somewhere and I was like ah man this is you know they're not they're not cheap but it's also like where did it go I mean hopefully no one ran it over or didn't cause an accident (laughs) I'll never know probably but if it did my name's not on that either and you know I've left different things at stops I had my precision 2.0 one time and I was cleaning someone's spa and I left it back there and I was like you know, I got home and I was like, hey, my precision's not in my truck. My first thought was I left it on the in front of the driveway because sometimes I'll put my precision down on the ground while I'm putting my other equipment in the truck. And my first thought was, well, I left it down there by the driveway. Someone's going to have, have taken it by now. It's going to be out front of the house. And so I couldn't sleep well that night thinking, you know, I lost my precision 2.0. It's not a cheap machine either. It's like six, $700 trade show pricing. And basically, I was like, you know, really concerned and worried. So the next day, I drive back to that stop first thing in the morning. Of course, it's not there by the driveway. So I go in the backyard. And fortunately, my heart skipped a beat. It was right there by the pool. So I didn't even take it outside. You know, it's one of those things where you're doing so many things, you forget what you're doing. Sometimes everything's on like autopilot. And I was really thankful that I had left it in the backyard by the pool. And I've left many things by the pools or lost many things that I really value, like my primate pool. And if anyone has 
found that primate bowl, you can uh, return it to me and no questions asked. Sometimes these bad luck experiences teach you a lesson. And so I learned this valuable lesson doing green pool cleanups. So I used to do the green pool cleanups and I would just take the the off tripper off the timer and I would leave the on tripper on because I don't know, I was lazy. I wasn't thinking of anything and the on tripper is not going to do anything anyway because when you're doing a green pool cleanup, you're going to run the pool 24 hours and if it clicks on the on tripper, it's already on. But I was at this green pool cleanup and this is all my fault. Instead of removing the off tripper, I removed the on tripper and I left the off tripper on the intermatic timer. And I started the green pool cleanup. I, you know, turned it on for 24 hours and I come back the next day and the pool looks exactly like it was when I left it. I was like, what, what happened here? I, what, I couldn't figure it out. I went over to the timer and I thought maybe the pump turned off. Maybe there was a problem. And I looked at the timer carefully and I saw that I had taken the on tripper off and left the off tripper there. And I was just kicking myself and I was, I was really disappointed in myself. And so now from now on, I take both on-off trippers off the timer. No need to be lazy about it. And that way, this mistake won't happen again. And it turned out good. I was able to do the process over again. And everything turned out fine at that pool. Here's another thing that happens when you're cleaning a D filter. You spend your time cleaning it. You inspect everything. You put it back together. And DE is leaking back in from the return line, sometimes quite a bit of it. And you're like, oh man, I just cleaned this filter. I spent 20 minutes here, 25 minutes. Now I got to take it all apart again and, you know, see what the problem is. And sometimes it's something minor. One of the times I couldn't figure out what was going on with this filter. It was a 2000 series Purex Pentair filter. It's a stainless steel tank with, it's almost like the 4000 series with the manifold on the bottom instead of the top. And I just couldn't figure out why is this thing leaking DE. I cleaned it, took it apart, inspected everything again. So I just unscrewed the the uh, center bolt. I took the bottom manifold off. I inspected it. It looked fine on top. There was no problem. But I turned it over on the bottom. There was a two-inch crack on the bottom that had formed. I'm not sure how. Maybe the back pressure. And I was like, man, this whole time I'm here, I spent like an hour at this pool you know, taking the filter apart, cleaning it, taking it apart again, trying to figure out what happened. And I realized that it had a weird crack on the bottom manifold. This can happen too with the top manifold filters also. I've had many FNS plus filters where everything looks perfectly fine. But then when I inspect the manifold, I see a small crack somewhere on the bottom. And that's just enough to let the DE back in. For some reason, diatomaceous has a habit of finding small little cracks or openings and just going right back into the pool. It's almost mind-boggling how much diatomaceous earth can go through like a small little hole in a grid but it's one of those things that's just bad luck out there you spend all that time taking the filter apart and cleaning it and then you got to do it all over again maybe twice and then you finally find where the de is coming into the pool or getting back into the pool from from the filter and this last one i think most of us have done this before we get an address from the customer we write it down we think we have the right address we don't double check because you know we're we're professionals. We got the address. We got this. And you go to the house and you walk in the backyard and there's no pool back there. Of course, I realized this after I've done this like twice that when I walk into a backyard and there's no pool, I'm at the wrong house. So I jet out of there as fast as I can. And this happened, you know, I think this has happened like three times over my whole career where I've had the wrong address, but it kind of matches up to someone else's address. And I've walked back there and there's no pool. So, of course, I've learned this lesson and it hasn't happened in recent history because I always double check the address. And now with Google, I go on Google and I Google the house to make sure, hey, this is the right house. There's a pool back here. 
So I'm sure this has happened to you. If it hasn't happened to you, it may happen to you, but you can prevent this by Googling it to make sure you're at the right house. And so it's kind of an awkward phone call or text message back to the customer. It's like, hey, I'm at the address, but I think I'm at the wrong house. Can you send me the address again? I've learned that's the way you want to put it because you don't want to put like, hey, I'm, I'm at the ha- I went to the house and there's no pool back there. And then the customer's like, oh, what address are you at? And then you're like, you give them the address, like, that's not my house. And you look really kind of foolish when you do that. So, of course, if that ever happens, just say, hey, I think I have the wrong address. Can you give me the address again so I can verify? And the customer never needs to know that you were in another house where there was no pool and you're going to look, you know, fine in their eyes. You're not going to look like, hey, can you take down the address numbers correctly? So, yeah, that's happened. And many other things have happened that I chalk up the bad luck. And I think you can do the same thing on your pool route. You're going to have experiences where things don't work out. Your day is just going from bad to worse. And it's just a bad day out there. And it happens to everybody, you know, getting a flat tire, the car not starting, the truck not starting. That leads to a bad day right away. And then other things can happen that just make that day very miserable. And hopefully you learn from your mistakes and some of these things are definitely preventable. Some aren't. And this is just part of life of working outside outdoors and part of life of running your own business. Looking for other podcasts that I've recorded. You can find those on my website, swimmingprolearning.com. On the banner, click on the podcast icon. And then a menu of other podcasts will appear there with over 1,300 podcasts. You're sure to find something to listen to there. And if you're interested in my coaching program, You can learn more at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash poolguy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash poolguy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.